obviously a great day uh, in Little John. Um, just so happy for my players. Uh, these guys work so hard and have done it for so long. And, uh, you know, we didn't play great tonight, and a lot of that's because of Duke. Uh, I thought they were very competitive. Their size is a major factor in the game uh, in everything you do defensively, um, rebounding, trying to score against them. Um, but our guys hung in there. And, uh, again, I, I just keep talking about how I think we're a true team. And, uh, you know, I said it on our radio. I said it out there in the court that I talk to my guys all the time about if you're going to be good, you got to have a superpower. Uh, maybe it's defense, shooting, rebounding. You know, hopefully it's multiple things if you're, if you're really good. And I think our superpower is just our camaraderie and our togetherness. I, I, and I told our guys that when we got back from France, that the unity, the – the camaraderie, the, the genuine care and love for each other, I think is clearly evident. Um, and I think that's why we were winning and why we won. Um, we had great bench play. Our guys are genuinely happy for the other guy on the team when he plays well, and even if it's eaten into their minutes. Um, I've said a lot of times there's a lot of, a lot of teams out there with the same jerseys. Guys wearing the same jersey, but there's not a lot of true teams all the time. And in this climate, in this society right now, and in, with everything going on, it's probably even more challenging for coaches to, to create that atmosphere. Um, and I'm just blessed this year to be coaching a group of kids that allow you to coach them and, and care about each other and have one goal in mind, and that's to do their best for Clemson. So it's, it's been a great run. we got a long way to go, um, but I'm extremely proud of them and uh, happy for our fans and our students and want to thank them for the great turnout. It was awesome. It was a big factor in the win, no doubt. Questions? You did a good job limiting uh, Hunter offensively, but what can you say about P.J. 18 points in the first half? Yeah, I've said all year that I think our team and our coaching staff does a good job of, you know, we try to figure out how we're being played and play accordingly. You know, I talk to my team all the time. you got to make the right play. Um, read the game, make the right play. Read the game, make the right play. Um, some guys are better than others. Um, some teams are better than others. I think we have a team that is unselfish, so they're willing to do, you know, what is necessary to win. If it's shoot more threes, if it's drive it, if it's post it, um, we're unselfish enough that we have a group of guys that like to share the ball. And uh, in this game, for part of the game, for sure, it was we we need to try to score inside some. And uh, you know, PJ was very comfortable in the moment. He was very comfortable in the atmosphere. I think early in the game, I thought my team was a little amped up for most of the first half, and I thought we took some ill-advised shots and a couple quick plays that, you know, the crowd actually probably bothered us a little bit. Um, but we did settle into the game better. I thought our defense was good for a majority of the game, and we were able to win. Coach Lizard say um, when you can be held free from, from 17 from the three, uh, but dominate the paint the way you did, find a way to win. Yeah, see, good players. You know, I mean, we've our guys are improving. PJ's obviously, I think, a very talented guy that's battling back off of two difficult surgeries. Um, Ian Shefflin and Ben Middlebrooks obviously are the beneficiaries of him not being really out on the floor with us all spring or summer, um, and you know, even most of the fall. <coughs> so those guys got all the reps, right? They're with the they're the ones, and they're. You know, a lot more is expected of them. Um, it probably accelerated their growth, and I think you know we're benefiting from some of that with their play right now. Brad, you talked about 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ian's a smart player. He's got great skill in terms of he's an excellent passer. Um, Filipowski is outstanding, and uh, it's a hard it's a hard cover defensively. Um, we tried to give him a little bit of help when we could. Um, I thought he did a nice job. We we thought we could take some charges, and uh, he took some. So he he was very smart defensively. I think he anticipated, moved to the spot, beat him to the spot some. Um, you know, he fought like crazy in the post and scored a couple, squirreled a couple in there against, you know, using the rim because he's, he's not as athletic or as big. And so he had to figure some other ways out uh, to make some plays. Uh, but he was terrific. I mean, his rebounding, his, his finishing, and his passing was unbelievable. Well, you need somebody like, you know, it's, I think we talked about this one other night and maybe it was NC State or something. I don't know, Hunter had 32, right? And somebody else, a couple guys didn't play as well and it was Hunter and Tyson's night. Um, you know, Chase Hunter at Pitt at the end of the game just makes three or four baskets to win the game for us, right? When PJ's not going as well. Um, tonight, it's PJ. I mean, that's why we're 7-0, and is you have multiple options that are good players that can win make winning plays at the end of the game. I mean, it's, it's as, you know, it's way more that than it is what we're doing. Like it's, you got to have really good players. We have older experienced, good players who've been through some things. And so we, you know, believe that on any given night and tonight it's Brevin and PJ, it's been Chase and, you know, Hunter one night, we got enough guys that we think we can get a couple going right. And then if our bench, when that happens, our bench has to contribute and today, you know, Josh and Ben played great, um, and then Ian, he doesn't score as much, but his his quality was high-level basketball. How about right. the way you managed P.J.'s minutes tonight, and did that have something to do with him staying out of foul trouble? Trying to, yeah. We really, we really, because of how big they are, and, you know, they post it too, and it's going to be physical around the rim and blocking out, and, you know, just changing ends all the time isn't as easy for P.J. You know, it's he's never been a good runner, you know, transition-wise, but it's probably worse now with the injuries. It's just a little slower, and I think the conditioning sometimes. And so we try to manage that as best we can. Um, you know, Ben's playing well helps. His, you know, he's a big, strong, physical kid. They're they're good together, just like Lively and Young are good together. They're different players. Um, versatility helps your team. Brad, I think uh, PJ said in here that you're so competitive, you might actually kill somebody. I don't know about that. No. <laughs> but can you allow yourself to be gratified by what's going on right now, or is there too much stuff? No, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I've coached long enough now that you need to enjoy these types of um, moments, and you're more appreciative as an older coach of that this is hard, right? This is very hard. Winning is hard, and. And having a special group of people like I'm coaching right now is an unbelievable privilege. Obviously, we select them, um, but it's you know, and I'm I'm proud of that. But you certainly need to, as an older guy, you you understand that you better enjoy this as much as you can. You know, that'll be a couple more hours, and then it's on to wake. Um, you know, there's you know in here, you know, putting 12, 15 hours a day in the office, and another four or five. And I mean, you're you're burning the candles, so. When, when you can get a couple hours to try to enjoy it, you need to to keep you fresh and to keep you going for the next the next uh, contest. So 
Um, I hope I'm doing a little better. But when the game's going on and when it's time to work, our guys know it's time to work. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah, he's very confident. You know, and, and that's I, I said to you guys when we when we signed him that I, I wanted another older player that wasn't going to be afraid of the moments. You know, that we just needed one more guy, I felt like, because most years you do have an injury, right? We've had plenty over long, over my career here, uh, and it's hurt our program, and sometimes you can't anticipate it. Obviously, Alex has been out for a while now, and Brevin's had an even bigger role. Um, and we knew that taking a big shot, making a play, he's not going to be afraid. He's an older guy. He's been through it. He's done it. Um, and that's part of what we need him to do. And, uh, you know, he's adjusting to our team, our system, our style, how we do things. Um, but I'm really happy for him. I'm proud of him. This was a huge performance. You know, he played great. And he played great on a very big stage. So it was, it was, it was big time. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is closing out games, right? I mean, that's another thing. When things are going well, you're making your free throws. You're, you know, little things that happen that sometimes teams don't do as well. They bite you. Um, this team has been able to finish off games by making clutch free throws down the stretch, and uh, and then throughout games, when things happen, we get to the line, we convert, so it gets us points on the road that we need, and and things like that. So, yeah, it, it's. It's huge. Yeah, not drastically, not drastically. I, you know, we didn't do as good a job at times on the glass in a, in a stretch there in the second half. I thought we did a very good job for most of the first half. Um, I think we just, I just think our guys competed. You know, I think we scored some, so that energizes you a little bit, right? Every once in a while, it can energize you and keep you keep you going. Um, and I, I thought it was a combination, but we didn't make any drastic changes to to what we were doing. You mentioned the lottery experience in this group. Do you expect this team to be able to handle this tension now and sort of being in that hunted position that you guys are in? You know, I hope so, um, but you never know. It's you know it. Um, We'll see. I, th I think we, we should be fine. I think, you know, our, the leadership and uh, experience of our guys is, is, uh, is really good. And, uh, you know, we're, we know there's way more work to be done. Like, this was a great win. It counts as one. And we've got to try to get another one next week um, uh, on Tuesday. So, you know, but there's a lot of good teams playing really good basketball in our league. And, uh, you know, we're just going to do what we can to put ourselves in a position to win games. And if we don't win one, we'll get back up and go again. But right now, I think we're trying to enjoy this as best we can while at the same time keeping a pretty good edge about us and a, and a pretty good focus on what's next and not really getting too high and too low. And I mean, we were fine in the locker room, but we weren't we weren't doing cartwheels. We were, we were ready. You know, we celebrated quickly, but we're on to the next. Um, we went to a bigger lineup. We're playing bigger, obviously moving in into the starting lineup, Hunter to the three. I think that's helped us just be physically bigger, um, helped our rebounding, um, 
you know, put bigger size on different positions. Now three, you know, your fours and threes are guarding bigger guys or being guarded by bigger guys, you know, on our team. Um, I think that's helped us. You know, it uh, is probably even more necessary with with Hemingway, right, getting hurt. Um, but that, that happened after the Loyola, right? We, we were playing smaller. We were playing 100 to four for most of the year up until that point. Not all the time, but most. Um, and that just kind of was the last straw. We talked about it. And uh, I think we tweaked a couple things offensively to be able to still play well offensively with a bigger lineup. And that's, that's part of it too now. Part of the, the smaller lineup, you got more shooting, uh, more drivers bigger lineup you're going to be better posting and some other things but you got to you got to tweak what you're doing then on the other end so um you know we we kind of knew that we probably would maybe have to get to that point but um early on with everybody healthy we felt like smaller was better maybe in hindsight that was a mistake yeah mm. Yeah, environment was unbelievable, right? And we've had this, you know, in other years that I've been here. Um, but, you know, this is when Little John is full like this, I think it's one of the best places in the league to play. It, 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 the crowd is on you. Uh, there's great interaction. And obviously part of it is our responsibility to have a good team, to keep people excited. Um, you know, sometimes I've, I've joked about this for many years. Dabo's very selfish in that he plays all the way into – middle of January most years, unlike most teams. And so it makes it a little harder, to be honest with you. It does. It's part of the job at Clemson is when that happens, people are just – I mean, obviously, we all love football, and I love it um, and support our team as much as anybody. But it, it makes it harder in December and November when some schools are done at Thanksgiving and some are done early December and we're still rolling. You guys aren't here. I can tell you that. I've, I've sat here with one guy this year, one. It's nice to have all of you here. No, I wasn't surprised. It was fine. If that's what they want to do, that's great. I want our students to have a great experience at Clemson and enjoy everything about it. You know, I'd rather wait till we do something bigger, but um, that was fine. It was good. Um, yeah, you know. I do think it's fairly significant from a standpoint of longevity in the in the profession, and it's hard. It's a hard profession. Um, so I'm proud of that. I think you've got to have some consistency. I think you have to have a real program to be able to be a coach for 20-plus years. Uh, you got to be doing things the right way in a lot of areas, and there have been some folks not doing it that way uh, at this level. Um, and so I'm very proud of all that, and I'm very proud of – all the players I've coached, the great assistant coaches that have worked with me, it's, it's all, you know, a reflection on them and what they do. And, uh, but I am proud of, you know, having accomplished something like that from the standpoint of just some longevity. Well, that's a great question. Um, it might have – I think it was at UT San Antonio. We lost my first college coaching game. It was an amazing story. So I'm obviously from Evansville, Indiana, right? Grew up the son of a high school coach um, back when Bob Knight in Indiana was everything, right? Winning all the national championships. So when I was a 
associate head coach at UNC Wilmington, my boss, Jerry Wainwright, was doing scheduling, and he scheduled Texas Tech for the following year. You know, he did it during the year. Well, Coach Wainwright left. We had a good team, won. Coach Wainwright left and went to the University of Richmond. I became the head coach at UNC Wilmington. So my first college game is at Texas Tech against, you know, Bob Knight, who's probably I grew up watching and I played for one of his assistants and so worked for another one of his assistants. So it's a pretty cool story. Um, we didn't win that game. We were close, but lost. But we had we got another game, UTSA, I think, and I think that was my first win. So. No, life was much simpler back then. No, he was in cruise control. All good. Yeah. Yeah. No, beating Duke is a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal. Obviously, you know, storied program. Um, John's going to do a phenomenal job there. Um, they're a very young team. We benefited from one of their best players not playing. Um, this was a big win for us, absolutely. But, like, there's a lot of good teams in our league, and we don't storm the court for all of them. We storm the court for a few here. Um, you know, obviously, we're trying to get to that next level as a program. So the next level for us is to, you know, continue to do those things. Um, we have to see ourselves in a different light, you know, and trying to do that, you you got to view yourselves as becoming more equal with some of the, the peers, you know. I've told folks, and I, I got criticized, like, at the beginning of the off season and the beginning of this season, that we're a better program than people have given us credit for. You know, we're fifth in wins in the ACC in the last five and a half years. That's pretty good. Uh, most of most people would not guess that. I guarantee you, most of you wouldn't have guessed it, right? We don't get a lot of credit. That's fine. We don't go to the tournament every year. Very few people do, but we're usually somewhere in that middle, and I think we have respect from the coaches and programs in this league because when you play us, you feel us. And uh, now, do we want to do better and take the next step? We do, but it's a whole pro process. It's a university process, and it isn't just one coach. Like, you got to have your whole university behind you if you want to be at the top of the basketball chain, just like a lot of the Blue Bloods are, and they have their full university support in everything they do. Um, so we're trying to get to that point. Um, we're building, but um, – you know, we have to earn that as a program, and I have to do a good job as a coach and try to get to those points. But if we're going to see ourselves as equal, we, we can't be that excited just about beating one team. It has to be about beating all 14 or 15, and that's hard.